Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with my good friend that I've known um, when she was still in high school, uh, Maciel. Please welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. It's so, good to be here. Um, it's, it's been so long. <laughs> yes, it's been so, so long. And um, I'm so excited to speak with you because um, I think like we worked together about 10 or 11 years ago. And I'm just so excited to learn about like where your journey has taken you. So to start off, um, I met um, Maciel at um, a place called Art Jams that used to be located in DuPont Circle when she was a junior in high school. And I think that was a soft, a junior, a junior or senior in college. Um, so yeah, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and um, who you are? Yeah, um, so my story with with art in general has a long history, like it's, you know, it's gone back. Um, so I, I came here from the Dominican Republic at around the age of like seven or eight years old. I'll start there. Um, and the reason I bring that up is because English is my second language. And when I first came to this country, I was like thrown into American school. Um, and I used to always just doodle. Um, and that was like my avenue into like starting to learn the language. Um, so I would draw, you know, if I needed to go to the bathroom, just like draw the bathroom until I started to understand more of, you know, the culture, like the language. Um, and then I had a best friend um, in like the first grade who also helped me uh, like translate and navigate those worlds, um, who also had an interest in art. So from there, I, I really started to like, um, I think flourish with, learning leapfrog and it, it's 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 a full circle <laughs> um so you know I started with like learning leapfrog and 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 audio books and things like that um and and pictures and flashcards so I was always a very visual person um, and that helped me like really understand like the language and the culture and like the accent as well the dialect uh and funny enough I work as a graphic designer now who designs books and illustrations for kids and learning programs. Mm -hmm. um, so I made that connection, uh, you know, a few months ago and I was just like reflecting and I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, art has always been like a passion of mine and I've always tried to merge it with um, education um, and and then just a, a successful career because, you know, as an immigrant, I was always told you have to work hard, become a lawyer, do something that is profitable, you know, like you have to grow wealth. And so having that in the back of my mind, but also having the grasp of like art and design and knowing that like that is my passion, it was also like a therapeutic outlet um, for honestly, all stages of my life, uh, I think 
you know, it was like I had like uh, art diaries instead of just, you know, like written diaries. Um, I, you know, through middle school and like high school, I was always in ESL, which is the English learning classes for usually immigrant students. Um, but I was also diagnosed with dyslexia by one of my teachers. Um, I never got the official like test done because, you know, immigrant mom. So <laughs> that they don't always, you know, they're like, oh, you can just push, push through school. Like, work harder. Um, <laughs> Right. Like just worry a little bit harder, you know, um, but that that did I, I did have that drive, um, but I wanted to always keep art in my life. Um, and again, like even even through school, like even through high school, like when I found art jams, I was like in love. I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> this is great. Um, oh, backstory obviously the the high school I went to was Duke Ellington School of the Arts <laughs> um and so I majored in visual arts um I had the pleasure of meeting so many people in so many mm -hmm. different uh you know art passions and, and careers mm -hmm. you know had like dance majors theater majors uh museum studies um so so you had like this collaboration of like just this energy like there's just this constant energy of creativity um that was just in my life it was just kind of like a shadow like it's really cool to think about that in that way in retrospect um when you talk about like looking for purpose and meaning you know like like what is it that you want to do uh or or when you look back at your life you know like what is it that that you can say that you've done right. um and for me it's just it's, it's creating art and then also simplifying education so like for me, these two things go hand in hand because they were my experiences. Um, and I love to just even like translate that into like Spanish. So one day I hope to like write a small like children's book or something. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so <laughs> all that, you know, all that to say, you know, like it's it's been it's definitely been a journey. I I actually have my 10 year uh high school reunion coming up in like Ooh, july wow. <laughs> and oh. i'm like oh my god i'm so old <laughs> yes. oh uh, so excited i'm so excited um what a beautiful introduction yeah. like such a beautiful introduction and what's quite funny is um i didn't know we were similar in that aspect of coming here at the ages that we did i came to the states at the same oh, age as well <laughs> So I had, you wow. know, the same culture shock and my crutch oh, was dude. drawing. And my crutch oh, was oh, wow. drawing. That was my sense of security as well. And just to kind of grasp, um, I was bilingual, though I could speak English and Shona, but it was just that idea of having a blanket or a cushion of famili familiarity. And for me, that was drawing, that was art. So um, I was a very timid child, a very shy child, but how I would kind of like, you know, be the cool kid or the kid that people wanted to learn more about was through my drawing through my art um, but that was beautiful and um my fondest memories of you um you know when we first met in those 10 years ago was just like you were so curious like so your energy was always like excited and like you know just ready to go I kind of felt like okay you're destined to be like 
within the space where you're actually helping people. Cause that, I mean, naturally you were gifted in like just being so helpful and there was a light about you where I kind of felt like, yeah, like I feel like you're going to continue <laughs> using your art to like navigate the world. And it's so beautiful to hear that that's what you're doing now um, with, you know, providing book covers for, for children. Um, so I did want to kind of go a little bit deeper about your experience of art jams. Do you feel like since that experience, you felt like your um, navigation through um, professional experiences were intentional that's as far as them being art related? Yeah, um, I think I okay. <laughs> I think that part of of that was my stubbornness. Mm. So I have you know because I I also uh, viewed art as like a security blanket. It was it was the one thing that was consistent in my life. Um, it I had to make it work right, and so like my mom would be like, okay, like I knew I had to find a job right, and so I was like, what can I do? <laughs> So, you know, I was like, art, okay, art jams. So that was like stability. It gave me independence. You know, it made, it helped me gain that confidence of realizing, oh, wow, like I, I, I'm not going to be a starving artist. Like there are ways to, especially in the, you know, in, in this like world that we live in, that's so fast moving. Um, there is art is always incorporated in one way or another. Mm -hmm. So the, the concept of like a sip and paint was so new at the time, right? That it was like, like I remember it was like one of the first like ones wow. out there. And like that first location at DuPont Circle was like, like this small little space. And then like people were coming in and they were like, ooh, sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, people were coming in and sorry <laughs> people were coming in and they were kind of just like oh wow like we can paint on the walls like you that's what you want like you do whatever yeah. yeah and and they like they, their eyes kind of like filled like like a kid in a candy shop mm -hmm. in a way because like you had these giant pump, pumps of paint um and it was just a new concept um or at least for, for the age that I, you know, that I was, the, the the time that, you know, my experiences to me, like, you know, around that time, I think it was still pretty new. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it was, it, it gave me a lot of freedom and creative thinking. Um, and the, you know, the courage and the confidence to continue seeking right. art in that way, whether it was, you know, putting my work in a gallery space, which we did have the opportunity to do. Um, and then just meeting like amazing artists that just kind of like cycled through um mm -hmm. so like seeing you guys's like personal styles you know like um will was one of oh, our yeah. you know like co-workers and he was just like so dope and I'm like where are you now yeah. um but yeah like I just I just remember seeing older older people people that I aspire to be like in in that sense mm -hmm. um and and just finding home. Like I found pockets of home in different places. Right. Mm -hmm. So I had that at school, you know, with with the the art teachers, you know, and they were very like Duke Ellington was very family oriented mm -hmm. um, from the beginning. I was very skeptical, like my freshman year, because I was like, why is everybody so nice? <laughs> like it felt like we were in like a high school musical thing. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you really got to know the people um, and at our jams as well. Like it was a small family. Definitely um, felt like it was like everybody, literally everyone I work with. I felt like you were like my brothers and my sister, yeah. honestly. 
mm-hmm. it was it was a great experience at at that age too for me like like being like 16 and just like trying <laughs> yeah. to figure out what the world is mm-hmm. um you know, and then I went off. Oh, I got a full ride scholarship to oh, VCU. Wow. Uh, yeah, so so I majored in graphic design. Um, so I got my BFA for that. Um, and and yeah, and so again, you know, as a as the person that came over here <laughs> uh, to work hard, it's nice to not have like that debt and say like, hey. I can do something with art and I don't have to worry about, you know, paying that back or putting those expenses, you know, on, on, on my future generation, you know? Um, so always had that mentality of creating wealth um, and trying to not create more and more debt. Um, and so, and, and yeah, so I just, I, I think I've just always been really motivated. And again, like my stubbornness to make art work for me <laughs> was really where, um, you know, that passion continued to grow from. And it was yeah. easy because it was something that I loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, well done. So- <laughs> well done. Because I'm like, I had no idea you went off to like get a full ride scholarship. Like that's yeah. so lovely yeah. to hear and um I also think about how like everybody kind of saw like you know you were the baby of the group <laughs> and how Michael used to just be like so like he yeah he was like a mentor he was to everybody yeah. like I love he, Michael like he, he literally so changed my life as far yeah. as just like really being intentional about my career choices um, because often, you know, like we're talking about immigrant parents and families, it's not really usual for someone to think that the arts will take you anywhere. Um, but yeah. I love how we're changing that narrative oh my and gosh, yeah. setting, you know, setting the bar for, um, you know, all our cultures or people from where we're from to know that Yes, we are creative people, but we can still make money from it. Like, it's not something that we can now label as what you can struggle from, but actually you can, you know, you can have a career in that field. So um, I want to know more about VCU. Um, You said you study graphic design? Yes, yes. Um, So I studied there from 2013 30, 16. Um, Graduated in like 2016. so yeah, you know, average four years. Um, so the first year was like um, AFO, which is just art and foundation. You take the general classes, you know. Um, and VCU is where I started to see the the difference. Like that's where I started to see. I was like, oh wow, I came from Duke Ellington, and and that's like black and and Latino and like you know a few white people in there um but it was it was a different environment so like you start to see what once you start to do once you start climbing up certain steps I guess uh once you reach certain limits like to be frank like my class it was like me and like one other person of color like another black girl really to be honest um in a in a room full of like (laughs) mostly white people um and it was it was a bit off putting because for the first time I was like in that setting. Right. Um, but that didn't like deter me from like succeeding and learning and, and creating. Um, and if anything, I think that like my experiences, my perspectives, my culture, the 
the dynamic, uh, the 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 dual realities that you know that I've like walked through, you know, in this life, um, trying to like identify with my Afro and Latino cultures and like bringing that to like a full circle and like authentically being myself and accepting like all of me um that that was like a part of that and funny enough like that was a part of <laughs> one of my senior projects um and because of that uh perspective that I had like I thought differently than a lot of the people in my class right and so that was my upper hand in a way right it wasn't it wasn't it was no longer like what maybe a few years back would have kind of torn some people down or even myself you know if I was in a different time period um I was able to like take those things and like they were like you know it's like a gallery of like your work. And they were like, oh, wow, this is like a whole different, <laughs> it's like a whole different thing. Um, and, and, and yeah, and so I, I, VCU was, I definitely had mentors there. Oh, excuse me, just get a sip of water. Well, no problem. Yeah, I definitely had um, mentors there that, shifted my perspective when it came to like typography for example I found typography to to be like one of my weak points being a person who is dyslexic <laughs> um and so like if you look at any poster right you know you look at any advertisement or any sign there are certain things that really catch your attention about it whether it's the color whether it's the typographic setting um uh it, it could just simply be the you know the interaction between the image and the words, right? Um, so it's 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 all psychological when it comes to advertising and um, and creating a work of art that's emotional or moving. Um, and again, relating art back to you know that diary in a sense, you know, it's all about emotion. Um, <laughs> and ways to express that is through visuals and, and again as a person who is dyslexic I'm like I try I try to avoid words <laughs> even even more so now like you want to try to break down a large explanation and really turn it into visuals that can move people um and and that's really like where my passion is um and so yeah I think I the more modern educational part of VCU like I really appreciate it for that um and I, if it's helped me like build, you know, obviously the, the full on credentials of saying, Hey, like, this is my proof that, you know, I have the skills to, to do these things, but being able to fully merge design and art, which are two different things is like, you know, I think that, that like, that would be my goal. If, if I was like, you know, an avatar and I was like, what is, what is my mission on earth? Like, what, what am I going to, like, what do I want to do? Um, yeah. It's, it's to try to like make sense of the things that are in front of me, um, whether it's art or words or whatever the case is. Um, That's very interesting. I also um, wanted to like 
share with our listeners that I knew you as a painter and not so much more of like a graphic design person. So um, with you sharing that they're two very different things, was that a challenge for you to understand or navigate as a graphic design major coming in as a visual artist or a fine artist? It was so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I, I, you know what? (laughs) I didn't think that it would be difficult. Um, And, and, that's the interesting part about it because I was like, okay, art, I can do whatever I want. It's expressive, you know, but when I got to college, it was like, "Mm, I don't like it, but I'm like, what, you know, explain why. Um, And, and with some things, it just didn't make sense. It was like, there was this rule book, this, this guide that you just had to follow. And art for me was always about, emotion and it was about passion and it was about like creating and life and and with some art you can see it you know it's there whether it's the brush strokes and even even if you you know study like art theory you know or even in you know art history like you'll you'll see like certain brush strokes represent certain things you know like it's more aggressive um and I think the brain just has a way of picking up certain um, colors and lines and, 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 and structures in art. Um, and it's more, again, it's more, it's more free. It's more personal. I think there's another thing about it is, is that it, when we create art, it's more so for ourselves. Uh, it's some, it's, it's more vulnerable. Like we're, we're doing something, like we're birthing something. Right. And you're like putting it out into the world and you're like, Hey, this is what I made. Don't like, you can judge it, but like, don't actually judge it. (laughs) Um, and if we want to sell it, that's great. And it'll make us, you know, feel amazing that, you know, someone also saw the same vision and appreciated it. Um, but when it comes to design, it's about psychology. It's about like what works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I was able to take, like, if I throw all these words out into space, like visualize it, you know, I'm like, oh, I can take emotion from art and I can put it over here into design. I can take, you know, line structure and pattern or element, you know, shadows, lines, whatever. Um, from design, I can put it into art, you know, and so you start to see like a merging of the two. Right. Uh, but for so long, I was like, I was like, no, like you can, you can do, it's the same. Um, And, and my teachers, like, you know, I I had to, I had to learn that like design is one thing. It has a purpose. It has a specific goal. Um, Whereas art is, can be a lot of things. I mean, it can, you know, it can also serve a purpose. Um, But But yeah, I think. The curated way that graphic design probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, It's it's just. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it's just more about like like design thinking mm-hmm. and innovation and it, it just trying to simplify things in that way. Whereas to art, you don't necessarily care about what someone, you know, what whether it's simple or not. Sometimes the more complex, the better. Um yeah. Um, so because you're a graphic designer, I've always wanted to ask, um, now that we're living in an age where a- AI art is a thing, and you know. <laughs> We have, as creatives, um, something to challenge us to be more creative or more innovative because of these technologies that are doing, you know, what we what usually takes artists maybe five or four hours or how many days 
Um, and maybe like you upload a picture and it comes up in two minutes. But I wanted to know your thoughts, not on AI. However, I felt like Canva was the first AI type of situation for graphic designers. What are your thoughts mm -hmm. on a software platform such as Canva? Do you feel like it's taking away what you do as a graphic designer or not really? Um, like, how would you feel about a designer who designs through Canva rather than starting from scratch from a software like Photoshop or InDesign? Hmm. Uh, okay, so I, I have mixed feelings about it. <laughs> um, but I, I would have to say that, like, it, it has its pros. So, for example, um, I'm a graphic designer. I learned it without tears. And I'm basically I'm, I'm, I'm like a production artist. So I, I also handle a lot of the updates, a lot of the um, like some, a, lot, a lot of like marketing things, um, emails, email campaigns, uh, banner ads, Facebook, yeah. Instagram, social media posts, things like that. Um, and I work with a lot of people that are in sales a lot of people that are non-creatives um, and don't necessarily know how to, uh, especially, oh my gosh, with the pandemic, it's even harder to try to understand like what people's visions are. If you can't like, you're not across the table from them and you can't like show them, you know, th these are, these are my sketches. A lot of designers are still like in sketchbooks just because it's a more fluid process. Um, but yeah, I like, I would work with presenters as well. So um, one of the, one in my division, like one of the things that I focus on a lot are educational presentations. So mm -hmm. <clears throat> for our company, for example, they would go to like Atlanta and have a, a host present one of, you know, one of our people would present the products, um, the learning curriculum, whether it's for, you know, all of the teachers, like, in that in that town or or whatever the setup is um i'll create the slides and the presentations and they go and they present it so sometimes they don't know what they're looking for um and they can use canva and they can they they'll they'll use that you know they'll go in there and say okay well i kind of like what this does you know and i like these images and i can put these together and it lets them use a more simplified uh platform uh, to to kind of like give us at least uh, you know I can you know what well, what are those like a like a cutout magazine right. like a, or a template sort of or like yeah you know? mm -hmm. yeah like a little template um, and yeah so for them it's pretty helpful I personally never used it just because Photoshop is you know the way we go with things. And just for the way that the business runs, we need to keep our assets, you know, in a folder. We have right. a links folder, the Photoshop file, Illustrator files. Um, so we have a very specific system for how we organize those things. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, well, some of them, you know, some of them use it. Uh, but things like, for example, like AI, I, <laughs> I see what's happening <laughs> with it. It's a really cool concept. Um, but what does it mean? You know, like what, where are we going with this? Um, what does, what does that look like in like five years? 
you know, can you claim that this is really your art? If you, you know, I think there's currently, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, there's currently like a debate. And I think in, I don't know if it was like Google or like Microsoft, but there was some debate out there about um, using the AI photos and, and whether they wanted to charge people for for using that and 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 considering it as like their product and putting it right. out into the world or like a shirt or something um because i mean technically the rules are a little <laughs> gray right now they're um, open yeah and i feel like with uh, ai work it's just like they're borrowing from so many images that are out you know yeah. and then like i feel like with our rights for instagram or facebook there are in fine print you know the little topic yeah. or subject that we don't own our own images so technically it belongs to those platforms and so with that in mind it's like whatever we're uploading is helping that ai get stronger but not only that oh, it's yeah. like you're giving your rights <laughs> over oh, to right. yeah. yeah it's so it's, it's an interesting messy. one yeah you know, I, I kind of feel like like one of those old conservative people. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, in terms of like, oh, that's what's trendy. And I'm just an old yeah. graphic designer <laughs> who's just upset because, you know, AI is generating cool work. You know, that's what a non-creative would, would say. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's just kind of like, but to a certain degree, it, it it's a little scary because it's like, those AIs are taking our jobs like that, you know, not literally, but like, it's crazy to think that that is a line. Like that is a sentence that like you could say in 2023. Yeah. You know, like that's, it is, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's fun. And it's amazing. Like I see so many people using it, but what did like your, your question is right. What does this mean? And what does it look like in five years? Are we going to start having like award Grammy award shows and the presenters are all going to be like digitally, <laughs> right? you know, I, or we may have our first pop star. That's like a, that's an AI. Yeah. yeah. So we already cool. have the model. Right. And there was a controversy about that. The model, who was created by a white man, but she's like a, a, a Sudanese um, oh, model. Wow. And so like he gets to create what she looks like. And so there's also mm-hmm. an, an ethical aspect or like question yeah. behind some of the things that are happening. But That's yeah, we can go down a rabbit hole with that. But I really wanted to talk okay. about learning without tears. Can you share a little bit about what that is and what your role is for that company? Yeah. Um, so learning without tears is a innovative educational company that um, we basically create it's hard to put all of what happens into words right Mm -hmm. but (laughs) basically our mission is to like deliver um, engaging and fun learning material for teachers students and parents Um, and we have started off with like hand oh actually Yes, please. A second. <laughs> Let me see what I can do. Okay. And we can cut all of this out, so don't worry. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So I have, like, some things here. Right? Okay. Um, yeah, so... Okay, so like starting, let's start here. Can you see this? Yes, I can. So this is an example of, you know, like one of the one of the books that we've created. These are 
this is just like a, one of the giveaways. Uh, we had a trade show a few months back. Um, and this is just like in, in, in the giveaway pile. But it's, you know, we try to basically simplify the educational process, you know, again, trying to utilize like these big, big images, colors, you know, having focusing on like diversity and inclusion mm. and trying to make sure that we represent different, you know, different cultures. Um, this is just one. This is just the letter C. So for this set um, in particular is like A through Z. So each book has a different storyline. Um, and, you know, they're also like flashcards. Um, these are, you know, this is like a cute little chalkboard with, you know, the chalk and, and an eraser. And then we have like, you know, a few, a few products ranging from kindergarten, pre preschool to fifth grade. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really all about taking the tears out of learning. Mm. Honestly, it's, you want to simplify it in a way that, and again, like learning for me was, <laughs> was a, you know, a painful process, like trying to make sure aside from, uh, you, you know, dealing with the, I'm sure the attention issues, <laughs> um, you know, as a, as a kid, just in, in trying to, you know, focus on, on the lesson and not just trying to dribble, like, you know, doodle on the corner of my worksheet right. um, and having things like this. Cause like, I know you remember those worksheets <laughs> as a kid, even let's say even in like the third grade, it was like that off white, you know, like brownish color and it was just text and columns yeah. and and if it was a math book, it didn't have any pictures. It Zero, was just, just words, overwhelming just words, words and numbers. <laughs> and I'm like, am I reading like the yellow book pages? Like what mm -hmm. is going on? Um, and I always, you know, I would I would always remember like the audiobooks were helpful, the the leapfrog, you know, right. seeing the pictures, clicking on things, engaging products like that um really helped, you know, keep me engaged. And and engagement is honestly the key in in, in, in retaining information because if 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 the child isn't isn't into it then they're not going to remember it honestly um and the company was actually called handwriting without tears so a lot of um a lot of older customers might remember it by that name um but yeah so my role is 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 mostly you know making sure that these products are in top shape before they go out the door, making sure that, you know, if there are any updates that need to happen, uh, let's say, for example, you know, like books have barcodes and, and image updates that they need. So making sure that it's got the proper year on it, that there are no spelling errors, um, that the images and um, images aren't cut off in any way. Um, and again, aside from maintenance, there is, you know, presentations. So like I'm, one of like the main presentation people, um, which get viewed by 700 to like 900 people, I think is like the highest. So we're like slowly inching to like a thousand um, subscribers and viewers um, for the live presentations, like actual people, not just like online, um, like when they go to the trade shows. So yeah, I mean, it's it's been a journey. Oh, I guess the, the story about how I even got here <laughs> um, to learning without tears was right after college, 
I decided to stick around. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived at, in Richmond for about two or three years after I graduated. Um, and then the pandemic just like came out of nowhere. <laughs> um, and so I, yeah, I worked like a regular security job, you know, it wasn't art related for those three years. Um, cause I was just like, you know, I just got out of college, like I'm in Richmond, like I'm kind of looking for design work. Um, but it wasn't at the, at the time, like in 2017 or 18, like for me, I, I just wasn't, you know, like, I don't know, like, you know, you have, you have periods, but yeah, so I think, I think I just had like one of those periods where it, it just kind of like died down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just doing other things. But, well, no, I was still building a portfolio so that I could look for a, a design job. Um, but right before, it may, I would say three months before the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. three to four months, um, I lost the job there. Oh my um, and yeah, no, it was crazy. It was like, it was too much going on at that security job. I was like, I can't stick around for this toxic mess anymore. Like, it's time for me to find something else. Yeah, yeah. So um, not long after after that, I would say uh, two, two to three months, um, you know, it was, what was this? The pandemic started March 2020. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started I had been in my job for two weeks. <laughs> um, so so let's say, yeah, like three months before the pandemic, I moved back home um, just because things weren't going well for, for me um, in Richmond. And I was homesick and I was just like, I'm just going to start over. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I came back home to live with my mom and, and um, you know, I stayed there for a while with with my little brother. And, and I saw him like grow for three years, which were like transformative years for him because he was like, in the night, you know, like going from ninth grade. So, you know, so like from eighth grade to into high school. Um, and so I was able to see him and be, be there for him for his like eighth grade graduation and, and, and saw him going into high school, which is a whole different, you know, like thing. Cause I would have been in, in, in Richmond, just living my life, doing my thing. I would have came back of course, so, you know, but it's a different experience to be there in the home and like have, you know, prepare with him and like go right. off and, and have those pictures and like I'm like he's like this tall <laughs> and I'm just like hey um but you know and so that experience of just being home was was nice um right before something that I had no idea was coming you know the pandemic was just so sudden um so I had started working at learning without tears again my first official graphic design job out of college I was so excited um I honestly, when I first got the job, I thought that I was going to be an art teacher at a school. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So like, I thought it was like, you know, like a, like a summer, like a, you know, teaching job kind of thing. Um, But it turned out that it was actually a graphic, you know, a design company for phonics, reading, handwriting. So like, we actually make all of the materials and the tools for teachers and students to utilize in their classrooms. Um, So we'll ship out like, big boxes of materials for an entire school. Mm. Um, And it's a very successful company. It's been around for about 40 years, like 30, 30, you know, (laughs) Um, 30 to 40 years. And so, um, you know, it's nice. I love, I always love 
knowing that like design can take you in so many routes you know like i you i could have been designing dorito bag you know commercials or something like it could have been something that wasn't necessarily as uh fulfilling like it, this is something that i feel like i'm really putting something good out into the world um and i'm helping kids learn and succeed by simplifying their curriculum um, and by simplifying the teacher's curriculum as well. Right. Like they know that the kids are engaged. They know that um, they can rely on these products. Um, and it's all, it's on social media, like lwtears.com. You know, you can go into Facebook or or Instagram even. I think they're trying to start a TikTok. So I'd... yeah. <laughs> um, I really yeah. love that. And I'm, I'm feeling like, you know, when people say like their idea of success to be like, you know, wealthy or rich or whatever. Like, I feel like you've made it, you know, you're talking about a story that goes full circle. You started off drawing, like, you know, like it's everything that you have done is like what you have already been doing. So it's just like your career is matching exactly like what you were doing as a kid, you know, it's, it's kind of bizarre, but it's really amazing. It's, it's so bizarre. And I've recently learned more about uh, like manifestation and spirituality mm-hmm. and like all of the things. And I'm just like, Oh, you know, like you, you've been doing things for a while. You, you don't even realize. So even, even the idea of like positive thinking, honestly, yeah. like it, it does something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard to stay present sometimes, but you know, I'm even oh another thing too just like as as a person of color who immigrated here like I've recently started therapy and that has just been amazing you know Um, right and so and that just just helps you reflect on the things that you've done um and also just to it helps you find gratitude too um and again like I it helps me feel really good to know that like I was able to, you know, I went through something and I was able to like produce out of that, you know, um, and, and just share my talent and my skills, um, in a good way, instead of designing cigarette packets or something, but (laughs) that's beautiful. Uh, Yes. Um, I'm so glad we had this conversation and I'm so glad to hear that you're doing well. It sounds like you're doing really well for yourself. Um, I've always wanted to ask this question. We're, um, coming up to a few questions that we have left, but one of my questions is, what does Maciel mean? Oh, wow. Yeah. So <laughs> Maciel, um, yeah. it's it's so it's such an interesting story because like the name of the Dominican Republic is very popular mm-hmm. um, here. No one has like ever heard it. apparently. <laughs> um, but, you know, we, we utilize it there. It's it's Hebrew, actually. So it's uh, it's Hebrew. It means she who came from the stars. Um, Hello. <laughs> astrological. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it was it was interesting like discovering that on my own, right? And then like going down the rabbit hole of like, oh, like my mom didn't even realize this probably. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's um, awesome. But, I mean, I kept saying light. I kept saying you were such a light to like all of us, and it, oh, just, it just makes sense. It makes sense. That's your name. I'm, like, I'm also a Libra, so I'm like yeah. in the in the sky, like I'm an air sign. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Beautiful. 
Well, Marcia, it's been such a pleasure speaking with you. And um, my very final question is, um, where do you see yourself five to 10 years from now? Will we have your own um, company? Will you stay with who you're with? Oh you know, I know you love what you're doing right now, but where do you see yourself in the future? Well, um, <laughs> I feel that's, that's that's always a good question. And it's always good to like really reevaluate what those goals are. Um, I, I, I definitely want to, you know, like extend my family and, and, and have, you know, a baby in the picture. Um, and also career wise, like I just want to continue to make amazing products, honestly, for for kids and and. And whether that is, okay, I will say in 10 years, I definitely want to be making like books. Like I want to write kids books or something, yeah. a children's book, something along the same line, but maybe a little bit more personal, mm-hmm. um, maybe more so along my experiences and, you know, and, and showing kids that like, oh, you know, this is, this is a different perspective, mm-hmm. or it could be about the cultures, like the things that I ate growing up, you know, and just, just oh, adding to us, you know, just adding to black people and and beauty and culture, and then just making sure that like our kids can see that, you know, like making sure that there is a, a Afro Latina with kinky hair, or you know that like you know that that's sitting here, you know, like like other people that are just growing and expanding in different ways. Um, uh, but yeah, and so whether I continue to move up in this company and have a lot more um, of a creative role and, and freedom within this establishment. Um, I, I think that like it aligns with my my goals and my values. I would still want to do that, but I definitely see myself like venturing off at some point. I, I tend to be kind of restless. Yeah. Uh, so I just want to create and and feel that passion. Oh, and definitely continue to paint because uh, painting has always been uh, a thing in my life that yeah. just doesn't really go away. You know, I think and for you our, like I don't. These listeners don't even know. Like she is a beast. Like you are. <laughs> when I was watching you, I'm like, you're just. You know, I was like three years older than you. I was like, you're just a kid. You're just a babe. Like you would produce like. I don't know, like, girl, you can, you, you can paint. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know if you yeah. if you share pictures um, when you edit these, yeah. but I can definitely send you some work. Yes, um, yeah, I was going to say, I was like putting a bunch of stuff into like my Gmail drive, my awesome. Google drive. I mean, I was like, what else have I done? Um, <laughs> I also found uh, while I was at, uh, while I was at Duke Ellington, my, my, that same junior year, I was going into my senior year. Um, I was class of 2013 and we were invited to the White House um, uh, for the winter, the winter tour guide. Um, The theme was joy to all um, in 2012. And so we designed like the little booklet for the White House. Um, And so one of my drawings is in that as well. Um, I can send you those pictures. But yeah, I mean, it's just been like art has just always been there. Um, Yeah. But yeah. So wonderful. Like I'm blown away. I'm so proud of you. Like keep it up. Everything that you're (laughs) doing, you know, like you deserve what you know you are receiving because you've always, you've always been so focused and so much like assertive in your 
um, ability to create and to just share with the world what you can give. So please keep doing that. Um, I love what you're doing with Learning Without Tears. Um, can you please share any information you would like for us to promote or for people to just watch your journey as you grow? Yeah, um, for my personal growth, I'm still working on, like, you know, because like I, I was sidetracked with the pandemic and right. I went straight into a career. And so <laughs> I had, you know, I need to like set some time and just reflect and be like, oh, OK, these are these are the works that I feel really proud of um, and, and start that page of, um, you know, because I had like a, an old portfolio from college or something like that. Um, so that's definitely, I'll, I'll stay, we'll stay tuned. We'll keep in touch. Like it, when, yeah. you know, I will, in the next meeting, I will have something. Five years you know, from now, we'll do a follow-up. Yes, <laughs> yes, follow <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it was such a pleasure. Thank you so much for being on our episode today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was great Likewise. seeing you. Likewise. Take care. All right. Bye. <laughs> so, um, this will, we're probably going to edit and I'll probably, be like mid-March that we'll post this. But um, we're so busy. Like we have so many people that we interview. We're probably just like, um, do you want us to tag you or do you want us to just post and I yeah. you? Okay. So we'll yeah, just- Yeah, no, whatever. Whatever okay. works, yeah. So we'll tag you when it's ready. Yeah. Right. It was, no, seriously. It was so, it was so awesome seeing you again. I know. Um, yeah. Because we've been like cooped up. Like, honestly, like, I'm just like, I haven't even, I've been around like a few artists, but right. after leaving like, uh, you know, college and just going into a career is just like, okay, well, I have, you know, my friends that I go out drinking with, yes. or, you know, these, but I don't have like friends that are like in galleries or friends that are doing right. creative podcasts. Or I was about just, to say, you need, Will is Will. Oh. I need to give you his information if you don't have it, but yeah. um, he's doing amazing things. He's between New York and oh, Baltimore awesome. now, and he's showing like, okay. he went to Micah. So he ended up going oh, yeah, to for yeah. So like they're all doing really amazing things. Um, Michelle, I don't know if you remember Michelle's kid. Or yes. Oh, she um, was so sweet. She owns her own art store. Like it's not an art <gasps> store. It's like, um, I don't know, but it's in Rockville. So everybody's doing great. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I have to find that. I have to find okay. her art store. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I would love for us to do like an art jams reunion if Michael's up for it. Because there's yeah. so oh, many that'd be awesome. people that came through that place and are doing amazing things now. But yeah, I have to go. My family's like cooped okay. up in the bedroom. <laughs> but it was so nice speaking with you. You too. You, you too. So have a good one. Take care, love. Bye. Bye-bye.